We have to come to this realization. Nothing should be taken for granted. Nothing is for sure. Everything comes from HaKadosh Buhu. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This week, Parshas Vayetze. Nothing is for sure. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Vayetze, I want to share with you two phenomenal ideas that come from the same question, two different concepts that are emes la'amitoy. Before we start, <coughs> I want to share with you a story, a mashal, that my Rebbe, one of my Rabbanim, Avisal Arnon Shlita from Bnei Brak, told me, and we'll start our way with this story. Once upon a time, there was a king, and the king had a huge treasure, and he had two sons. And before he passed away, he said to the two sons, Listen, I hid a treasure somewhere in the palace, and whoever has the wisdom to find it, then I'm telling you right now, it will be his. And then, straight away, the king passed away. And the two sons started getting all their helpers to help them, and they looked and searched in the palace. Where can this treasure be hidden? Child number one got to a certain point where in the wall, one of the walls of the palace, he saw that there was something a bit jutting out, a tiny, tiny bit, a couple of millimeters. And he saw the wall wasn't smooth. And he said to himself, what is this? And then he answered himself, Ah, it's probably nothing serious. It's probably uh, the Arab workers did something over here that wasn't so smooth and just moved on. Son number two gets to the same wall a couple hours later. And he's like, what is this? The wall isn't smooth. It's true that it's a tiny, uh, only a couple of millimeters. But I know my father. My father, the king? There is no way he would let something like this happen. He makes sure everything is perfect. There is no way. There must be there's something behind this little millimeter of wall that's not smooth. He got his workers to break it open and indeed he was zoiche with the treasure because it was right behind that wall, within the the wall. Why am I telling you this, Mashal? This mashal was told over to me that you can't learn anything in Torah and say, ah, lo dak, which means, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, well, didn't care that it wasn't exact. End of The Torah we know is infinite wisdom and everything is to the 100% accurate. And hence, anything little in the Torah that's written and it seems to be redundant, there's no way. There must be something behind that redundancy because it's not a redundancy. There must be something about that extra letter, that extra word that is coming to teach us something. And that's very relevant to what I would like to share with you today. We know in Perik Kaf Ches, Pasuk Kaf, Yaakov Avinu makes an edr to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and says, if Hashem you'll be with me, and will take care of me, 
and gave me, and here's the punchline I want to share with you today, and if HaKadosh Baruch gave me bread to eat and clothes to wear. And then he goes on to say, And I will return in peace to my father's house. And then, he's, and then he says to Hashem, And then I'll give you a, I'll, a sacrifice to you, etc., etc. The question begs itself, as the Kliyaka asks it himself, of course, of course, Yaakov, Yaakov is asking HaKadosh Buchu for bread to eat. Does, does the Torah need to write to eat? Or really maybe the question is on Yaakov Avinu. What Yaakov has to say Hashem, to, to Hashem in the Neder, if you will give me bread, that would be enough. Why does he have to say, if you will give me bread to eat, and obviously the clothes are to wear, and then he says, and if you will give me clothes to wear, who would have been sufficient for Yaakov to say to if you will give me clothes and bread, then I will go ahead and give you the sacrifice, and I will give you 10% of anything I make, etc., etc., like the Pasuk says, what is this idea of if you will give me bread to eat? Obviously it's to eat. <laughs> the way the Kliyakal asks, what, 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 did we have a, 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 have Amina to say that he's going to use the bread to, to get dressed with the bread and to eat the clothing? What's going on over here? So I want to share with you two Modica answers that each have their own concept and I think they have something in common, which is being focused and living life for what it was meant to be for us. Answer number one, the Kliyaka answers himself and says the following. Yaakov Avinu did not want to have a lot of possessions. He didn't want to have a lot of extra bread and food and a lot of extra clothing He just wanted to have the minimal required to live life in this world. That's all he wanted. And therefore he asked Hashem, please just give me what I need in order to live. I just want the necessities. I do not want luxuries. I do not want motarot. Motarot are extra. I just want the basics in order to live life and to do my mission in life, my tikkun in this world. Like the Mesilas Yesharim says, don't forget why we're here. It all, this world is just a hallway. And anyone that uses it just for physical pleasures is abusing this world. Because it's, Adkadekachi calls it me'ila. Because this world is meant for us to be able to get, to perform mitzvahs, and get close to Hashem. And obviously Yaakov had this in his mind, and he was focused and realized what life is all about. And that's what he requested from Hashem. Just like Shloima HaMelech asks in Mishlei, Perek Lamed Pasuk Ches, Rash ve'oyisher al-titanid. Please, don't make me poor, but also don't make me rich. Because he knew that what that does to a person, it can easily push him to the side. And not allow him to not allow him to go in the straight path of what life is all about. Being rich 
makes it a lot more difficult to be focused, having a, a life of luxury, of not just necessities, but luxury, is very difficult to live a life like that. And still, it's possible, and a lot of people do it, Baruch Hashem, but it's difficult to live such a life and yet still be focused and maximize our potential in this world to get close to Hashem and to perform mitzvahs, chesed, and learn Torah. Rav Kornfeld spoke last week, the Rav of our Kehila over here, and he said that it was known that the Chafetz Chaim wasn't so happy to, gi- to give brachas all the time. Why? Because who knows if it's good for you? Most people ask to have more money, to have this. Who said that that's good for them? So too here, Yaakov is coming to HaKadosh Buchu and says, HaKadosh Buchu, please just give me what I need and not more than that. I don't want to get extra luxuries. As the Mesil Sishon speaks about also in, in Prishus over there, he speaks that the highest level, a very high level a person can reach is a level where he doesn't want to have extra luxuries. He just uses this world for the basic necessities in order to ensure he performs his goals and what life is all about. And therefore, the Kliyakar goes on to explain that, Yaak, that also the next Pasuk is part of his Tznai Tashem. He says to I am making you a neder right now that if you will give me only basic necessities, and that's all I want, because that will lead. That will ensure that I will come back home at peace. It sounds like that's the result, but it's not. That's part of the Tznai, says Rashi. I will return in peace to my father's house. What does Rashi say on this Pasuk? Shalem minachet. I want to ensure that I don't learn from the bad ways that Lavan is living. And I will be there. So please give me only basic things I need. If I have too much, it may, it may negatively affect me. That's what Yaakov Avinu is asking HaKadosh Buhu. Now we know from the story that indeed Yaakov was able to have at the end, HaKadosh Buhu gave him a lot of a lot of wealth as well. But that's not the point right now. We're viewing it from Yaakov's perspective. What he was asking for HaKadosh Buhu. He was asking, please give me just the basic minimum I need to live life. And that's lesson number one for us. That we have to be focused and ensure we try to take the minimum we need. And everyone has to do their cheshbon nefesh. What is the minimum I need? We don't want to live a, live a life of having more than what we need. The shirim I used to go to, Rav Boyer, he always says that people in our lifetime, in our generation, are looking for long-term simcha, happiness, in the wrong place. They're looking for it in the world of luxuries. But that's not where you get it. The the long-term happiness comes from the world of amal, of working hard for something. Whoever works hard for something, he realizes that that pleasure of working hard and going for something specific and you manage to reach that goal, that gives you the best feeling that lasts with you forever. As opposed to physical luxuries in this world, that you get a sense of, I would say, fake happiness. It makes you feel good, but it doesn't last. And you know what the proof for this is? 
HaKadosh Buhu who created the world in a way that if you continue with the same physical pleasure without breaks over and over again, not only are you not going to enjoy it, but at some point you will even reach a stage where you'll, you will be repulsed by the same thing. Take your favorite song, take your favorite food item. It's interesting, Agav, that when it comes to food, the only two food items a person will never get sick of, even if he lives only on those two things, is bread and water. Why? Because they represent the basic necessities of what a person needs. And that's exactly, interestingly enough, what Yaakov is asking for lechem, lechem lechol, bread to eat, because bread represents this idea. Rav Moshe Feinstein, and it's also brought down by the Shach, a similar answer. He comes to answer this question from a totally different perspective, but it's also a mogadikayasoid. As we said, Shivim Panim Latayra, the Torah is here to teach us, it's not just Chas Vashalm, a history book. And he comes to answer the question, why is Yaakov, nothing is redundant in the Torah, why is Yaakov asking HaKadosh Buhu, saying in the Tanai, if you would give me bread to eat and clothing to wear. Obviously, is the bread is to eat and the clothing is to wear. You don't have to say eat and wear. Just say bread and clothing. Zok Moshe Feinstein, Amor Yesoid. And the Yesoid is, what do you think? All we need the Kaddish Buhu is for actually getting the food? For actually getting the clothing? Nein! It's not enough! Who said we're going to be healthy enough to eat it? Who says we're going to have strength to put the clothing on? And it's not going to bother us? How do we know David HaMelech clothes didn't help him? He was cold all the time. We're, we have to come to this realization that nothing is should be taken for granted. Nothing is for sure. Everything's, everything comes from HaKadosh Buhu. We have to live a life that we're focused and realize that everything has come coming from HaKadosh Buhu, Enod Milvadoi. It's only thanks to Hashem. It's like, not like a person can say, oh, if only I had these food items in my fridge. That's not enough. And who said you're going to be able to eat them? And who says you'll be able to go to the washroom when you need to go to the washroom? Every second of our day that we're able to breathe and that the heart is pumping and the list goes on. Everything we have to realize it's only because HaKadosh Buhu is giving to us. It's Hafuch from it's not me. It's only a Buhu. And that is what Yaakov realized. It's because so, it's so clear to him what life is all about. So obviously the way he asked makes this neder with the tnai, he says Buhu, if you prepare me food and you give me also clothing, to what? That's not enough. And I'll be able to Buhu, you'll give me the strength, you'll give me the ability to eat, the ability to use the clothing that will serve their purpose and warm me and take care of me and protect me from the from the rain, etc. Then, etc., etc. But it was so obvious to Yaakov what life is all about. That HaKadosh Buhu gives us everything and He put us here and He He continues to give for the world to continue to run for us to be able to continue to live to have the opportunity, despite the huge optical illusion around us, to do Ratzon Hashem and to be Zoyche, to receive a big Chelek in Oilam Abba that we won't be embarrassed of, Namadik Yisufa, but rather 
we'll be able to appreciate and realize we earned it because we worked hard. Despite all the optical illusions around us, we worked hard to use this pozdol, this hallway, this oilam to be able to get close to HaKadosh Buhu and earn the reward of receiving oilam haba. that will be focused like Yaakov Avinu was. Focused to realize what life is all about. Not to live life as if we're in the ocean and wherever the current is taking us, it's taking us. But rather, be focused and realized that we want to live a life, not a life of luxury, a life of basic necessities to ensure and not let the physical world around us take us away from our main mission in life, which, which is Kirvas Elohim, Lasot Retzoncha Hashem Chafatzti. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.